Hi there, I'm Sinead, Associate Director for Communications at Imagine Insights and today on the Imagine This podcast I'm joined by one of our UK community members, Somnia, and our Community Engagement Executive, Habs. Welcome to our podcast, Imagine This, the podcast for all things Gen Z. Want to know more about Gen Z? Then join us for our under 20 minute monthly podcast where we'll discuss what matters to Gen Z how they think, and the incredible impact they're having on our society. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that we pay our Gen Z community for every single insight they provide to a brand. In order to pay more Gen Z and to be the best at what we do, we really need this podcast to grow, and it's very easy for you to help. If you're listening to us via the Apple or Spotify podcast apps, then just simply press subscribe or follow. That's it. You've helped us massively in that one simple action. Thanks so much for helping us to pay more Gen Z. So firstly, welcome to our Imagine This podcast, Sonia. You're an Imagine Insights community member from the UK, I believe, and you're currently studying a master's in forensic psychology. How are things going? Thank you so much for having me, first of all. Um, Things are going quite all right, to be honest. I love the course. The professors are amazing. Um, But I'm trying to love the weather here as well, because... (laughs) But because I hail from India, the cold will get some time to get used to. Oh, I see. And how long have you been in the UK? Four months. Ah, so I see you've come and you've had a little bit of hot weather and then really thrown into the cold. (laughs) Amazing. Um, And we've got Habs. How are you doing, Habs? I'm good. I'm good. Excited. Yeah, excited to be here. Love to hear that. Um, So today, guys, we're going to be discussing the topic of mental health and well-being. And we appreciate and understand that this can be a sensitive topic for many. So between us, we're going to try and speak and unpack and speak honestly and openly about experiences and a little bit of advice for how to deal with any um, issues that you may be facing throughout the winter months. So Christmas, we know, is a busy, fun, festive period. Many of us celebrate, but there can be a pressure on us to go out more than often, to see family and friends more. And that can come with it some worrying and some anxiety. Um, There can be a pressure to go to more parties and to see more people. And that can really bring that pressure to the forefront. So we just wanted to bear in mind during this podcast that it can be a tricky time for some and just to approach this sensitively. So to kick off, um, Sonia, I understand that this is a topic that has been very close to your heart and was in fact one chosen by you when you were speaking with Habs. Um, What's your experience been with sort of mental well-being and how do you relate to the discussion in hand? So having been in the field for seven years and having gone to therapy for so many years as well, Um, I was recently diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. It was about in 2019, two years ago. It's Mm -hmm. also called GAD in popular psychology. And what this means to me is that my nervous system is always on high alert. It's Mm -hmm. always on fight or flight mode. And my brain is sort of constantly coming up with scenarios to worry about. And being a generally very high functioning person, it's just extremely exhausting to say the least. And I get burnt out a lot quicker than my healthier counterparts. And I know a lot of people from our generations are going through this. So it's important to sort of kick off conversations about this. Yeah, definitely. And do you think for you personally, just being able to speak openly and honestly about um, what you're going through and to have those conversations really helps? It really does. I think that's one of the nicest, most amazing parts about my generation. We talk about things. Yeah, I love that. Gen Z are really open. And what's your view on that, Habs, around like opening conversations and 
sort of supporting one another in your generation to have those conversations and to be open and get support when needed. I think the great thing about Gen Z is that, like someone said, is we are very open to conversations. We are very accepting of, you know, the same way you could break an arm or be unhealthy is the same way that your mental health could be affected. And with this generation, we've also taken on the thing of going to therapy, making sure that we are okay, making sure that we're talking to friends, we're checking up on people around us, and even things like setting boundaries, you know, with work-life balance and setting boundaries at home. You know, if you come from a toxic household or stuff like that, you know how to set boundaries. And it's an amazing thing that this generation has learned to do. Um, So, yeah, I think it's great. Amazing. And Sonia, in your experience, what do you think some of the, obviously you've spoken about what you're you're going through and what you're working up against, but what do you think some of the other common um, mental health and wellbeing issues are that you're seeing your peers maybe are facing? And do you think there's a commonality maybe around, I mean, there's a lot of pressure from social media these days. Do we think that's played into some of the, the, the stress and maybe anxieties that some of our young people are facing? Oh, yes. Uh, to a very large extent, I think our generation is very dependent on the internet and social media. And mm-hmm. while the internet has its pros as well, I feel feel like there are a lot of cons that are just very recently being spoken about. Because I think we'll, we'll just take any sense of validation we get out of social media, you know, Be- because of the likes that, are, that we get or the comments that we get. We'll just take anything to, to get that hit of dopamine. And I think because of that, there's this huge surge of anxiety and mood disorders coming up on the rise with my generation um i but the good part about my generation like we just discussed is that we talk about it we don't suppress our feelings and we try to get the help that we need and we're also proactive in helping our friends and peers if they're struggling with their mental health and i think that's very valuable in this equation Definitely. I so feel that. And I think I really see I'm a millennial, but I really see the difference in being around younger people who are really open to having honest conversations about how they're feeling about checking in on their friends. And honestly, it is so, so important. But there are other things we can do as well. And I wanted to touch on sort of I wouldn't call them coping mechanisms, but positive things we can do in our day to day that allow us to sort of deal with whatever we're going through be that a mental well-being or be issue or be that some sort of stress or anxiety um what are some of the small things that you do Sonia that sort of help you get through your day-to-day when you're maybe having a slightly more wobbly day for example I think um a lot of people from our generation and the generations before us believe that being happy should be our default emotion Mm -hmm. um but over the years I've realized that's far from the truth I allow myself to sit with my feelings, to be very honest. It's it's like yin and yang. You can't balance, uh, you can't have balance without one or the other. So mm-hmm. on, on days when I'm down in the dumps, I'll either sit with my cats, talk to my family, reach out to my support mm-hmm. system, um, reflect a little bit on this experience. And I think that's how I go about it. I don't take too much pressure on making things okay immediately. Yeah, of course. And what would your... Uh, bits of advice or your coping mechanisms perhaps and um, for me I think um from last year I've been getting into the habit of journaling so at the mm-hmm. end of the day I like to just you know get all my emotions out on paper because sometimes there may be things you don't want to talk to people about and there may be things that you just don't want to express face to face and there's I don't know it's just something about putting pen to paper and getting your emotions out and then closing that book and kind of, it's like um you've given yourself closure yeah so that's one of the stuff I do and another one is um just reminding myself that you know 
things are going to be okay. Like, I think a lot of times we just overthink a lot of things because of the things that are happening around us. And, you know, everyone's competing to be in a certain lifestyle and all that stuff. I think it's just reminding myself that I am my only competition and that I am doing well for how far I've come. It's sometimes, you know, applauding yourself and being grateful as well. Gratitude is another great thing that people should start practising. I really love that. I love the idea of journaling mm-hmm. and of writing things down. I actually um, just turned 30 recently. I haven't spoken yeah. about it much. <laughs> um, but actually, one of the things I want to do is write a letter to my future self. Yes. So we were talking about it the yeah. other day, weren't we? And there's a really lovely website where you can do that. You can mm-hmm. put down all your thoughts, your ambitions, your worries, and then you can read it a year later mm-hmm. and see how far you've come, which I think is really lovely. Um, Sonia, from your experience, have you... And obviously feel free to answer this in whatever way, shape or form feels right to you. But what's your view on sort of different cultures and how the mental health conversation can be combated and can be opened up to maybe people that are less experienced in understanding it or maybe have less of a knowledge about how to support those maybe going through something? I think um, coming from India myself, mental health is still a largely taboo subject in my country. Uh, Mm -hmm. The bigger cities like Mumbai, where I'm from, are getting more inclusive in terms of mental health. But I feel like a lot of work is still yet to be done. Um, As a community, especially the younger generations, we need to try to talk about our mental health concerns in good times and in bad, because Mm -hmm. that sort of helps bring that balance to the fore. Um, It's also important to have these conversations in our own social circles and advocate for mental health and therapy as much as we can, because Mm -hmm. general... um, belief is that only crazy people go to therapy and I've heard that so many mm-hmm. times from the adults in India and that's really heartbreaking yeah. um, another thing we can do is sort of educate ourselves from credible sources of course about mm-hmm. how mental health concerns are not just a phase one is going through um, and it's so important to have that belief um, combated in cultures like mine who still view mental health as a secondary problem when indeed it's one of the largest crises in the world right now Mm-hmm. And Habs, similar question. What's your experience been of that? I think for me, coming from a Muslim and African background, mm-hmm. it's a, it's very much. I think it also depends on the parents, but in my house, it's a very taboo subject. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom's obviously opening up to it more now. But yeah. Let's say like a couple of years back, they would be like, "Oh no!" Like you know, they'll be blaming like things that are nothing to do with mental health. I think it's seen as, oh, it's not real. You know, you can't be mentally un- um, unwell or anything like that. I'm like, no, like, it's actually a thing. And it's a crisis that's happening with pretty much a lot of people. And I think sometimes denying it causes more damage to mm. especially young people because there's all these things in their minds and that they want to get out. But in your household, you're being told, no, you know, you're just crazy. It's not real. It's not true. So I think it's definitely a way that we have to open a conversation slowly mm. and realise that it is going to take time because our parents have not learned these things. Yeah. But we also need to understand from our parents' perspectives, you know, maybe they have been going through things, but they didn't see it as a mental health disorder or they didn't see it as a mental health issue that, you know, that had to be dealt with. That's why they don't believe in things like therapy. They just say, oh, you know, pray to God and then it will be fine. When sometimes really and truly you do need professionals, you mm. do need to go see a therapist. And again, they've you know they didn't grow up being taught about these things so I think definitely it's a conversation to be had but it's going to take time and it's going to be like a step you know you have to take baby steps yeah and eventually as the world changes and they educate themselves and you educate yourself it's you know hopefully we'll get to a point where households are more open to and I think it is going to that um you know it's coming to that as well where more people are just open to and accepting like hey there are some things that are 
happening around the world and we need to look at our kids and you know young people and protect you know their mental state and everything yeah definitely and I think across cultures we are making waves like things are happening but for hearing from both of your experiences and actually I've been through a similar experience and I come from a white British background but my parents found it harder to accept as well at times just because the education wasn't there and I think we're getting better at that we're learning more we're educating ourselves in the best practices and the best ways to cope but I wonder is there still more support needed and this is the big question that we're seeing across our media lots of young people there's big long waiting lists for people trying to get support I'd like to ask Sonia do you feel like you get good support at the university that you attend Oh, yes. Um, there are a lot of resources and support systems available at my university that I can make use of. Um, but because I have my own therapist myself, mm-hmm. I haven't sort of, um, I don't have any experience availing these services, but I, I know a few people who have and they've had mm-hmm. amazing experiences sort of just speaking to someone, being there. There are emergency helplines available as well. So I think that's really, really good for the for yeah. students, especially. That's amazing to hear. And I know a lot of businesses and organisations are really sort of trying to put this at front of mind as well. So at Imagine Insights, um, full-time employees can take two mental health days a year. That can be for any reason. You don't have to disclose why you're taking it. Totally up to you to take it at any point when you feel that you might need a little bit of extra support. And I think it really is these conversations that we're having. And like even this podcast, for example, someone listening to this might just feel a little bit more confidence in speaking about something they're going through. And I think that's really important. Um, just lastly, sort of for final words, I'd like to ask you, Sonia, what would your maybe one or two pieces of advice for anyone going through slightly tougher times, either in the festive period? given that that's where we are now or just generally what would be your piece of advice for them right now if you could say anything I think it would be to connect with your support systems Mm -hmm. um, because I feel like a lot of the times we try to put on this tough act thinking oh I'm gonna be fine this is not a big deal why should I bother bother this other person with my problems but I'm I'm, I can promise you that there are people out there who want to help you and they love you for who you are uh, including the bad times so definitely connect with your support systems consider therapy and professional help if you'd like to because it genuinely does make a difference amazing thank you and Habs what would your piece be mine would definitely start journaling yeah count your blessings journaling can change so many things and whether that's you putting pen to paper or you typing things up however you want to journal there's no right or wrong way find a way that you can express your emotions without feeling like you know you have to hold back if that's journaling if that's taking walks if that is you know calling your best friend and talking to them just check on those around you check yourself as well and remember to applaud yourself for every little achievement that you have same way that you would you know look down on yourself for having the smallest of mistake I love that I guess mine would be similar along those lines like Mm -hmm. just be kind to yourself like Mm -hmm. Not everything in life goes on a linear path. Things will come and get in your way. And we used to call it like little road bumps or a little hump in the road in my family. But actually, it's those overcoming it that can be really celebrated. And just reach out to those around you. Know that you've always got like people that you can chat to. Um, there's there's lots of support online. It's definitely worth a Google. But um, thank you both for being so open and honest. Thank you, Sonia, for joining us. I've loved having this conversation with you both because it is such 
And we usually say a topical discussion, but I think it's just such an important discussion that's important to be had. We could have gone for way, way longer. Um, but as promised, we've stayed under 20 minutes. So thank you for listening to our 21st episode of Imagine This. Our mission at Imagine Insights is to help Gen Z to shape their futures. And we know this is best done with brands. Brands are shaping society and culture like our government and our other establishments only wish they could. Please do like, subscribe and share. And we'd love to hear about your experiences having listened to this podcast. Thank you again for tuning in and we'll expect you next time time.